The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. You see, I, you know I love that little kidney. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love the little logo. And especially the tiny just on the front of the shirt like that is fun. Just a little yeah, subtle uh, little subtle nod to the kidney stone diet. But yeah, and that's yep. uh, we have all the all the merch on the site now, which is fun. Lots of different options. And you're putting, wearing so much more color than before. <laughs> you know, this is, I tell people, I tell people this all the time. You're allowed to change. I mean, I've always worn black like you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've had people say, you're so cheery all the time. Why do you wear black? I like it. Why do you got to judge my joy? <laughs> but ever since Dave made these shirts, I'm like, damn. And he said, I said, look, people like color. Unlike us, people like color. Mm-hmm. So then, so he, he I think it, he just had like gray and black. I'm like, Dave. This isn't for us. It's for it's for people. Mm-hmm. So I said, you're going to need to put color. And so, of course, this is a third party vendor. So I have to pay for all these things, too. I'm buying these. They mm-hmm. don't I don't get them free. I pay for them. So we did these shirts and hoodies and stuff because people wanted them. So we did that. But I got to buy them now, too. So anyway, <laughs> I bought these and I'm like, I think I'm liking colors. What do you know? So, you know what, people, you can teach old dogs new tricks. And it goes the same for like dietary changes. People come to me and they have spent decades eating the same junk over and over again. And now they're trying to change and it's really hard. But once they do, they just start liking colors one day. And that just happens. It's amazing. Yeah, I love knowing Jeff's like, Jesus, Joe, no one, what are you talking about? Shut up, Jeff. Just shut up. <laughs> I just, it's just, it's just amazing to just, this is what's so great about life. You could just be doing your thing for years and years. And then one day you wake up and you buy a little kidney stone shirt. And all of a sudden you're looking like a Skittle every day. Okay. Now I got, I look like the rainbow. I mm-hmm. love it. There you go. Well, and I like how you tied it to hope. diet too, because you, you've said it before, how we have our um, expectations of, I don't like X. Like maybe it's like, I don't like vegetables or specific, like I don't like, tomatoes or like something that we just have like as an identity but we can change it we tried have we experienced it uh recently to know if that's still us what we tell ourselves over and over and over that is who we become so i became somebody who doesn't wear color until one day i did right so i personally forget about stupid shirts and stuff but personally i do like to push myself and question where I am at any given moment. And I don't wait till January 1st for that. I like to reflect and say, you know, what could I do better? Sometimes I know I could do something a little bit better, but I'm not interested in changing it yet. I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's just what it is. And I have my reasons. But lots of times, you know, when you reevaluate who you are and what you're doing and maybe how an interaction went, whatever, you can change things almost in real time. It's pretty amazing. Instead of, writing the same story here's what i get and we will do a video on this one time jill i'm just a picky eater okay uh, i understand that you're 72 
and this is a real patient I have, and you eat pizza every single day and a spinach salad for years, decades, but at some point, and a major stone former, at some point, you need to rethink this. And also, I'm the most compassionate person, but sometimes, like, that guy wasn't budging, and I refunded his money, and I'm like, I can't work with you because that's going to have to change in order for you to stop making stones. There's not, I don't have a magic wand. So I do like to push people too. I like to push people and, you know, don't just say you're a picky eater. I get it. I get you are, but maybe you should try something new. Just one little thing, something that you're kind of like, eh, I don't love it, but I'll try it. Can't tell you how many patients over the years I've had that say I'm just a picky eater. And then I yell at them on the phone, only kidding, not really yell, but I push them a little. And I'm like, look, Bob, I hear you. But could you just try one vegetable in the next month? Just one. And I have never had a patient that came back the next month and said, you're an idiot. This is disgusting. I told you. They're like, you know what? Because now they're not just motivated by me and my speeches. They're motivated because they they were knocked upside the head with pain. They're like, okay, shit, I'll try a string bean. Okay. They're a little high in oxalate. Don't overdo it. But I'm just saying, right? So, you know, they're willing to make some changes. Again, I'll say it a million times. I'm successful because my patients are super motivated not to go through this pain again. So they're going to call. Well, let me call her. They call. I talk. They do. They don't have to do, but they do because they never want to go through it again. So it's a perfect union. I love screaming at people. They listen because they don't want pain. And it's a marriage made in heaven. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and a lot of people, I'm sure, also know what you're going to say, like really deep down, because if they've watched the show, listened to the show, read any of the stuff, if they're in the course, they they know the answers, but you're there yeah. to to be that little little poke, little like, no, no, no. Yeah. You know what you're right. doing already. Let me just shine a light on it and show you. Exactly. Everyone knows they shouldn't be eating Susie friggin' cues every day. I mean, we <laughs> know this again. Lifestyle changes, is more, it's more about why we're doing what we're doing. And typically, and this is also another topic, I could think of 10 topics as we're talking. Um, uh, usually we use food to cope. That's what we do. I push people and I say, I hear that you're using it to cope and it's always the same situation. But instead of using food to make yourself feel better, how do we change the thing that's bothering you in the first place so you don't need the coping mechanism? You see, it's not just, I'm not just talking about oxalate all day with people. I'm talking about all kinds of things, the reasons why they eat. What can we do? What are the obstacles? How we can move those obstacles? What do we need to change in our life that makes us, that helps us make better decisions? A lot of people are really stressed out, working too much, bad relationships, all kinds of stuff. How do we deal with that stuff? That's what I do for a living. I'm not just telling you how much oxalates in a food. It's much more complicated than that. And it is extremely interesting and wonderful to be able to be part of people. Are we done with the video? What is this about? Did we say what the topic is? What's going on? <laughs> That we haven't gotten to the topic yet, but I think we touched on some really good stuff already. <laughs> I mean, we could make 10 videos out of this. There's never a video that's not in my mind that we could talk about. But what, what did we, are we doing a caller today? Yeah, so we do have a call. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we dive into that? 
Not at all. But but I think that's a really good point on the um sort of we're talking psychology and philosophy of how we're living our lives. Like more psychology yeah. and how we're living our lives. But it's it's deeper than just connect these dots. Uh, you're connecting yeah. dots. It's it's deeper than the dots, I should say. It really is. And you know what? You know, one of the things that strikes me the most about the people I talk to is it's always the same thing. Everybody is stressed, stressed for all the many reasons they are. Just living in our world is stressful, right? But then there's each person's specific stressors, sick parents, kids on drugs. I mean, I, there's a million different things I deal with every day, listen to. So um, it's pretty amazing, of course, and uh, hold and accept, you know, send a voicemail. You know, people always like to call me during my show. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, 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 I feel very privileged that I've been able to talk to all these people and throughout my career and they tell me what's going on with them, but stress is really killing us and we need to deal with it, right? That's a whole other video too. All this, how do we deal with stress? in a constructive way. Well, that's a whole other podcast. This is, that's tough. I almost want to dive into that right now because I am curious sort of some of your thoughts on that. Well, you know, what, what are common things? I mean, I think one of the newsletters I've written, I've written a few now that are just in the queue to go up and, you know, how do we deal with stress? Yeah, well, you put that in the internet. It's going to say meditate. Well, if you're freaking stressed, you ain't freaking meditating, people. That comes down the line. No one can sit with their <laughs> thoughts. We're stressed. There's, it's a hot mess up in our heads, right? So meditation is wonderful, but most people can't start there. If you can, there's always those people that can. I that's wonderful. But it's the old, you know, I want a cookie and someone says, have an apple. So sad, that ain't going to do it, sis. So what am I really going to do? An apple ain't going to hit it. Once you get used to these notions right away, what is changing habits? The hardest part, there's a couple things I want to, I'm thinking about. The hardest thing about habits is, or making new ones, is all the resistance that comes up, Right. If you just start with bad habits, bad habits are more stressful, I think. And anybody can write whatever they want in the comments. But I think bad habits are more stressful than starting to make new habits and dealing with the resistance that comes with it, resistance. Because when you have bad habits, you know, and that in and of itself causes you more stress. Why'd I do that? I shouldn't have done that. I know better. I'm disgusting. What was I thinking? What do people think about me? All the garbage we fill in our head with all, with all the negative talk, right? So when we have people who smoke, I know I shouldn't. I have to. They have a bad habit. How do they really stop it? And then when they try to stop it, whether it's food, smoking, booze, whatever, there's a lot of resistance there. Because you're getting from smoking and eating and booze, you're getting really fast results. The nicotine's making you feel more energetic, waking you up. The food is giving you comfort, makes you feel better. Maybe it's cookies that you're eating because your mother gave them to you when you were five. And that brings up your mother and now she's dead. And that, I mean, it's a million different things. Booze, you get buzzed. What's not to love about that? 
until you're drinking every day. And then it's the problem. I mean, this stuff is really complicated. It's not just about giving up cookies and eating less added sugar. I can tell that all day to people, but you've got to figure out how, and then you've got to figure out why people are doing what they're doing. How do they feel when they start to change? What comes up for them? What's the resistance? What are they going to do to replace that coping skill? Because now we have to come up with something to replace it. And like I said, an apple in meditation is not going to be a, a short-term fix for people in a lot of ways. They're going to be like, I can't do this. So, you know, you have to talk to people and find out, Jill, I reach for chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Can you start baking a cookie that is has, you know, less sugar in it? Maybe it has better ingredients in it. What can you do? No, Jill, I don't want to bake. Okay. Can you get something else to take the place of that? What about uh, blueberries and blackberries with Cool Whip? That's actually really freaking good, people. It's not disgusting. So that would be something like, all right, old lady, I hear you. I'll try that. And people are really happy with that substitution. In order to deal with the get rid of the bad habit, we've got to put in a, a, a doable thing for people so they can start making a new healthier change. It don't have to be the healthiest change in the world. Healthiest. It just has to be putting somebody on the road to healthier. And once people feel that they can do something, that gives them confidence and self-esteem to keep on going. But if you set somebody up like, and again, for everyone who meditates and did that straight out of the box, trying to break a habit, I applaud you. Not beautiful. But most people are not going to be able to sit down and meditate every single day. They're not. It's going to drive them nuts. Meditation is actually very hard and it's practice. But if you make habit changing more doable for people, and don't set them up with like an apple replacing candy or meditation replacing smoking, whatever. You have to give them something that's going to be doable. If you give them something like meditation right away, they're going to be like, I can't do this and give up and light up a cigarette. But maybe somebody can be like, okay, I can't do meditation right now, but I can take three deep breaths that I can do to get that quick, because that's also very immediate. You're going to feel more relaxed right away. And for somebody, like somebody's trying to quit smoking, they are breathing in deeply, albeit they're bringing toxins into their body, but it is something that is similar, that will give them similar effects, not as great as nicotine, but similar, and make it more doable. Also, sometimes I just start with somebody wants to quit smoking or eating cookies, they want to quit eating 10 cookies each time they have it. Okay. Can we just eat five then? How about that? So it's something they can do slowly. Okay. A lot of people will come to me and they're like, you know, I tried. I gave up everything cold work, turkey. It didn't work for me. For those people, I slow the roll on them. And then it gets less and less and less. There are always some people that would rather just quit cold turkey. And that's great. But not everyone can do that. So you've got to talk to people, find out what they can do, what they cannot do, and start there. I think I said this in the newsletter, the one I wrote. I'm like, I, of course, have my agenda. My agenda is you lessen your stone risk, but also really start enjoying eating healthier. That's my bigger agenda. I want people to enjoy eating healthier. And it takes a minute to get that perspective. 
people who have worked with me for over the years, they're years into this and they'll be like, it was life changing for me because I didn't know how I felt until I started doing this more often than not. And I started feeling so much better. There was no way I was going to turn back. And that's what I'm looking for. Not just shoving my agenda down someone's throat. So whether it's a doctor, a nurse like me, a dietitian, all of us who are trying to help patients, we have to be careful. Of course, we have a healthier agenda for our patients, but also the patient has to get their needs met in order to meet our agenda. So we must talk to them. We should never throw out generic uh, statements or orders to them. We need to talk to them. And the problem is, it's not like other people don't want to talk to you, your healthcare people. It's just that there's no time. So, you know, this is why we at Kidney Stone Diet, Jeff, Dave, and I, we, we work for ourselves so we can take as much time as we want. We don't have to do this YouTube channel. We do it because it gives people time with us so they can understand more than just handing out somebody a ditto or a hand sheet, whatever handout you know, with goals, we talk about how this happens. What is it about you? What is your obstacle? What's going on? Do you not have a babysitter and that's why you can't go to the gym? Get dumbbells and work at home. Do it at home. I mean, there's a million ways to skin a cat. Sometimes, though, you just need to talk to somebody so they can help you come up with a plan that's going to work for you. I will tell you, my day is spent telling each person a plan and nobody's plan is the same as the person I just hung up with. That's how you make lasting change. That's how you do it. You talk to people, you listen first and foremost, and then you plan together with them. Uh, if someone says, I won't do that, I'll say, okay, you keep that still, whatever. I'm still going to have my ice cream at night, Joe. Okay, have it. Have half a portion. But now I want this from you because I know that from them, well, they won't care about that. So it's a give and take like any relationship. But you must do change slowly. For those people that can do it quickly, I say that's wonderful. I applaud you. Most can't. And that's why diets don't work because the diet industry is telling us this is fast and easy. That's bullshit. There's nothing fast and easy. It's not easy, as we all know who have gained and lost weight. The other thing is, if you lose weight really quickly, you're going to lose muscle mass. That's not cool. It's not It's not sustainable. You're starving. Then when you, well, you're like, I can't do this anymore, you start eating, you gain the weight back. So none of this is fast and easy. It is, it is going to be work. It is the best work you'll do in your whole life because you get your life back. And there, you won't go back from it, I promise you. But you have to give yourself a few months to get there takes a few months. I wear myself out. I know people watch, they're like, oh boy, she's a lot, but I wear myself out. I will tell you that. But I'm passionate about it, Jeff. Absolutely. That's the thing. I yeah, am. your heart is in it and it, it comes through. Um, it is. <laughs> in your voice, seeing you, like all of it, it comes through uh, in everything, in the writing that you do for the email, for the uh, Facebook group and everything. But that's what's important. Think, that's why you're yeah, here for so I long. Yeah, and I think because yeah, I've been so sick in my life too, you know, dealing with my cancer stuff, all the side effects I still have from these surgeries of mine. So I know how horrible it is to be sick. I just know it. It's the worst. It makes my heart so sad. And I don't want that for people. I really don't. So, but they've got to work, man. I, you know, I, I could be so sad for, I could be sad, but it's not going to do anything for people. 
People, you must eat responsibly. It doesn't mean you can't have fun food here and there or food that's unhealthy. No one cares about it. It's getting right back to work. That's what we do here. We get right back to work. Enjoy yourself. Get right back to work. We do not get, I mean, of course, you know, even eating well, people look at me, doesn't guarantee uh, stellar health. But by golly, if you do get sick, you can recover a lot faster when you don't have comorbidities like hypertension and cardiovascular disease and diabetes and bone disease and all these things. And the kidney stone diet is something that, I mean, it's low added sugar, low salt. It's good for all your organs, getting enough fluids, getting enough calcium for your bones. I mean, it's just all encompassing. That's why it's so hard too, quite frankly, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm really done. No, no, I think I really am done. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this was a great, uh, a great tangent to go on. I think it's so valuable for people to sort of get get more of the context of what we're talking about here, because stress is not easy to deal with. It's never easy to deal with, no. and changing habits is innately a stress. It's a stressor that yeah. we need to get past. And how do we get? How do we get through it? Not past it, but how do we work our way through this stressor to get to the other side where it matters, where it's important to be? Yeah. I mean, you know, habits are hard because habits are unconscious. Like no one's pissed off that they have to brush their teeth. Maybe like, Oh, I got to brush my teeth, but you just do it because you want, you want to keep your teeth. Right. So, you know, you make your coffee. I'm not sitting there every morning going, Jesus, can you believe it? I got to make my coffee. No, we're not doing that. We're making our frigging coffee. So the point is this, those are just, habits are unconscious things we do every day. So when you're building new ones, you've got to think about this stuff. And that in and of itself is annoying. You've got to think about what your choice is. Then you have to pivot. What can I have instead? This is annoying. Get about it. I hate chill and it's the head. Blah, blah. And I also hate Jeff. I mean, you know, I mean. Hey, 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 hey. No. <laughs> he just like, no, Jill, this is about you. You're not going to hate me. No one hates Jeff. No. <laughs> But no, I think yeah, just very valuable all around. Um, but I think it's a, a good spot to wrap. We will get to a question from the voicemail next week. And that number is 773-789-8763 if you have a question. And we will feature we want to feature all of your lovely voices. We have so many people who watch and listen. And I think sometimes we can forget that this isn't just YouTube. Like this is an audio podcast and we right. have people there who never see our faces, but they're listening week after week. And we are grateful for each and every one of you, no matter where you're at. If you're listening here and there, if you've ever shared, if you've commented, like give it a thumbs up and everything, it all means a lot. We appreciate every little thing that you do. But yeah, I think with that, we will wrap. If you have any more questions, you can dive in deep at kidneystonediet.com. Sign up for the weekly email newsletter. You can find the Facebook or the Kidney Stone Prevention Group on Facebook and all the uh, various other resources. But with that, we'll wrap and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>